This is our group fitness report for uh, the month of September. I'm in disbelief that it's September, um, but I'm so excited and happy to be here with Patricia Liston. I met her at Idea World this past year, and I had the pleasure of attending her session about all about leading multiple facilities. And she oversees the, all of the Las Vegas athletic clubs in, of course, Las Vegas. And she was sharing all this great information about how to communicate with your teams, how to keep them, you know, under your wing, how to program, how to develop good programs, how to just train and onboard instructors. So it was just this incredible session that had all this information. And there was at one moment where she was talking about different types of instructors, different personalities of instructors. And I asked the question, I was like, well, what about diva instructors? <laughs> like, what about those people? And we can, we'll define it in a second. I'll ask her for her definition in, in a moment. But when I meant, what I meant in that, in that session was the divas that I've experienced are definitely the ones who have had a following. They're the ones who've been teaching potentially for a while, a long time. And it, sometimes they kind of start to find the gray area in some of the rules and the guidelines and the formats that we create as a club. And how can we help them become more of an asset is something that uh, Patricia had mentioned in her session was not so much, let's turn away these divas, get them off of our team, get rid of them, but more, how can we actually work with them? And sometimes it'll work and sometimes it won't, but how can we work with them to become an asset on our team? So that's where the discussion kind of was born. <laughs> and now today we're going to dive deeper with a few questions in this live stream. So my first question, I guess, for Patricia is, what, how would you define the word diva for group fitness instructors? Yeah. And, you know, Stacey, thank, thanks for having me on your, on your YouTube show. I really appreciate it. And, and, you know, my, you know, when we think about the definition of diva, right, we think about, uh, it's from a Latin word. It talks about a goddess and someone who's kind of over the top and just really, really, um, um, not um, forgiving in terms of other people in their space, right? But I, I like to think of divas from the perspective of these are the folks that uh, I call it, you know, they have their kind of their own orbit, their own light. Um, and they are the ones that have what I call this amazing star power. Now, I have an amazing group of, of group fitness instructors at LVAC, but these are the folks that when they draw you in, they just draw in those members and they invite people into their space, right? So it's looking at consistency in their performance. If they're over the top, it's for good reason. They walk in and I really consider those people as the ones that part the crowd, right? Mm -hmm. They come in, they are, they're ready, they're ready to rock and roll and they're ready to give everything that they, that they can give. And they do perform. They are the ones that have that star power. So that's who I consider my divas. Um, I never look at them in a negative connotation because I think that they bring so much to the table from a, fit, a group fitness perspective. Um, and like I said, they just have a certain orbit around them that, that people love. So that's my definition of an instructor who I consider a diva. They just, <laughs> they just draw everybody in and they just bring everybody in with their light. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I do agree. I think they can really have this interesting effect on especially participants where, like you said, those participants will, like you said, follow them anywhere. 
Yes. It's tough sometimes if they were to ever be gone or be sick or be out of town. Yeah. So on that note, when it comes to kind of onboarding your instructors, maybe you start to hint or see that this person may have sort of some kind of diva-esque characteristics where you're like, okay, this person's really going to have an effect on participants in a good way. And how can you maybe onboard or provide expectations for that instructor to help them feel like they can give that to potentially other instructors or that they can help encourage participants to keep coming to their class, even if they are going to be gone. How do you tend to communicate those expectations to those? Well, I think the, the, the one thing that I do is I like to have expectations for everybody on the team, right? So my divas are no exception to what we expect, you know, and our ultimate goal is to provide like an amazing member experience. Yeah. So you've got to remember your diva is the one that dresses different. They've got readiness. They've got like super confidence. Um, and so setting the framework to say, here's the team framework, guys, and everybody has to play in the sandbox. So occasionally, Stacy, I will have my rogue diva, right? <laughs> the one that says, I'm not going to play in the sandbox because I really think that I am special. Mm -hmm. um, what do I do with those folks? I mm -hmm. pull them in and I make them my team lead. I pull them in and I make them my mentor for upcoming instructors, right? I pull them in and make them in charge of community affairs, um, if we're having community events, like we have backpack drives, we have toy drives. Those are the folks that I pull in. Why? Because I want to empower those folks to say, yes, she thinks I'm special, which, you know, they do think that they're special, but she thinks I'm special. But then you start to allow them to help you grow your team. And so what you're doing with that energy that they bring to the table is you're allowing them to help you kind of nurture the folks that are new and nurture the folks that want to join us. So for example, auditions, they, I, again, like I said, I want to see somebody walk in and part the crowd. I want someone to walk in and get on that stage and say, let me show you what I've got. And as we onboard those people, they have to understand that we do have a framework. Here are our policies, here are our procedures. And if I have a rogue person, like you said, it might be that they have to leave, right? But I'm going to try to work that person to the best of our ability so they can help us awesome. grow our team. Yeah. Awesome. I love that getting an idea of getting them involved in the audition too, because yeah. helping them see someone new coming into this space. I think sometimes when an instructor gets so good at what they do, they may forget what it was like to be new. Um, and to see that hiring process. And sometimes they may not be able to explain how they do what they do. There's times, there's times sometimes where I don't know how to explain how an instructor has like so many people in their class. I'm like, what is that thing that they're doing that is getting all these people in here? Cause they're not doing this or they are doing this and trying to put the piece, the pieces together yeah. to make sense. So it could be helpful for them in the audition process. That's brilliant for them to understand that. Yeah. So in the audition process, um, I allow those folks to come in and help me with auditions. Right. So another way to empower them is yeah. to say, here are the auditions that we had. Who do you think would be good to join our team? Because quite honestly, as a director of group fitness, sometimes we have 250 instructors. I may not see everything. Right. Yeah. So if I invite them into that process, 
I invite them to help with the decision-making process. And if we see folks with potential, I then make them the mentor for that group. So what I'm doing is I'm kind of pulling that rogue diva from the dark side and saying, here is how I want you to grow this team with me because you have to include them, right? And then that star power just takes off in multi-directionals, right? So you start to grow tentacles for these guys and these girls and they will help you grow your team if you let them, but you've got to bring them into your orbit as well. I love that. I love that. It helps them connect to all that you have to do as the manager too. Exactly. Exactly. That's great. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and so kind of on that note, it's similar to the last question on how to kind of set expectations, give them opportunity. But what are some things that you do um, to help them recognize that kind of they're part of something bigger? So definitely the audition process is a brilliant way of doing that. Um, but kind of some they're part of something bigger than themselves, I guess. Um, and I think we talked about social media a little bit earlier, too. If you're welcome to speak on that when it comes to this, too. Yeah, we so a couple things that we do is we we call them labs. Some of the folks may call them labs. So I will invite them to create a lab for their format, right? So what that means is if they're out in their own industry formats and they're bringing new things into our gyms, into our instructors, I allow them to use our facility, absolutely no charge. I also allow them to go ahead and teach our folks new things. And I will actually pay them for their time because I want them to realize that they are valuable, that they are an asset to us. And with that being said, what I also do is say, if you are doing these labs and these other events, put it on your social media. Why? Because I want other instructors from other gyms to come work for us, right? Put it on your social media. We have a marketing department that helps us, but these instructors have more followers than we could use, um, you know, more than our marketing department has, right? Mm -hmm. So I allow them to use that that IG account. I allow, allow them to go into their, you know, Facebook or whatever social media platform that they're using to brag about what they're doing mm-hmm. at LVAC. Because then that, again, brings more people into that orbit space, right? And that's what we want. So that's yeah, wonderful. it just... You've, you've got to manage that process, obviously, but you've got to allow them to be a little bit free because if you are dealing with this diva, the superstar power, they yeah. want you to let them spread their wings a little bit. Yeah. So don't clip them, let them spread them, right? Well, and that's so smart to get them involved in social media. It, like you said, more people into their orbit because they the, the people who have been maybe a part of their social media before may have only really been seeing them and they may have started those participants may have thought oh this is the only instructor i could ever work with and then Mm -hmm. once they start seeing this amazing instructor coaching working with and and informing different instructors they start to maybe like you said open up their eyes to more people and if it's done right you're so right it really can help that instructor identify that wow when i work with more people and not just by myself yes I can gain from that momentum. and Absolutely. I call it spreading your wings. If they can spread yeah. their wings, then it helps not just them, but it helps OVAC um, mm-hmm. in, in all aspects of fitness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I love it. So I appreciate you so much again, Patricia. Anything else you want to add about, about divas or anything um, else? I love the spread. You know what? Don't turn your divas away, guys. Embrace them. Occasionally you may have to say, okay, we got to part ways. But I think for the most part, check out the personalities. They want to help. They want to help you grow your team. So invite them in. Invite them into your space. I love it. Having that patience to, to dig deeper yes. and see where else you can use them and and they really can grow with you. That's absolutely. 
Um, well, thank you again so much for being Absolutely. on my channel. I so appreciate it. Yes, I hope please. it was eye-opening for you group fitness instructors to learn more about sometimes that first reaction that we see someone moving astray can be so negative, but doing your best to identify what might be happening and what you can do to turn that around and bring in that energy. And like you said, spread their wings yes. and help them identify more. Um, coming up next month in October, I'll be meeting with uh, Jess Maurer about difficult conversations. So that's ah. kind of a good like secondary, like a good ep second episode to this, I guess, um, <laughs> on how you could maybe even approach these instructors to talk to them about expectations and then keep coaching them along. So I hope to see you guys next month. And thank you again so much.